Welcome to this latest Sermon Summary podcast. To know God, we need to know Jesus. And to know Jesus, we need to listen to what he says about himself in Scripture. Over the next seven weeks, leading up to Lent, we'll be looking at the places in John's Gospel where Jesus says, I am, and doing these in reverse order. We can be sure that God is not on holiday, or asleep, or hiding, Indeed, he's committed to being known by us by every means possible. His presence is not always easy to recognise or feel, and is sometimes mysterious or difficult to understand. But we know that he is always in motion and coming nearer to us. So God can be known more each day. This wording, I am, is not a random choice of words. It echoes back to God and Moses in particular. Moses was on the run after killing an Egyptian who had mistreated a Jewish slave. God tells him to go to the Egyptian ruler, no less, and tell him to let God's people leave Egypt. Moses protests, I'm not respected enough. I'm not a good enough public speaker. I'm not brave enough. And I don't even know in whose name I'm giving this command. God doesn't say he will make him any of these things. Simply, I will be there each time. It's not power and ability you need, but me. We have the same protests. Others would do better. We haven't got what it takes. Our skills are not relevant. Notice that God did not just say, I did this in the past or I might do this in the future, but I am now and always. So Jesus clearly identifies himself with God in each of the seven passages we will be looking at. As with his parable stories, Jesus uses everyday language, everyday images from our lives to explain who he is, bread, gate, shepherd, and contrasts with the opposite, for example, hungry. So Jesus is saying that people's spiritual needs and main longings can be properly met in him and in him alone. And he vows to be alongside us as we face life's challenges, if we will only let him. This is doubly useful as he can say, I know what it's like to hurt, and to hear bad news, and to be treated unfairly, to be rejected, misunderstood, suffer and die. So he can properly understand when we are struggling, feeling rejected, lonely, afraid and so on. So long as we stay connected, inviting him each day into our lives, he can bring healing and comfort, meaning and hope. So in this case, Jesus says, I am the true vine and you are the branches. We are not the vine or the fruit, we are to join the two. So long as we join to the vine, we can be channels through which God can be known, build his kingdom and harvest souls. What a privilege. But we need not to be just fleetingly connected to the true vine, but to abide permanently in it. And if we disconnect, we soon wither. Even if we surround ourselves with religious activities and objects, We can still be disconnected if we don't abide and feel powerless, rudderless, ineffective and unfulfilled. Sometimes, if we're honest, do we lose touch with the true vine as we find ourselves connecting with other vines? And if we try and fool ourselves, well, what does the evidence of our life say? So this passage from John's Gospel is part of the so-called closing discourses 
where Jesus is preparing the disciples for his upcoming departure. He knows this will be a very critical time for their faith. Jesus wants them to stay connected with him, to abide in him, and let God's power flow through them, as we must let it flow through us as we abide. So I invite you to say to yourself each morning, very first thing, my work today is to abide in Christ so that God can work through me. Every blessing.